This episode is sponsored by Free Market Kids. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Unchattered. Today, you're listening to part three of my conversation with Sophie. Yeah, I think eventually it's just going to become commonplace to use lightning and for us to just completely get off the base layer so that lightning can use the base layer. Yeah, that is that is so true. Okay, I want to go back to the skits because they're super fun. And I want to kind of pick your brain a little bit about how you come up, like what the creative process is like for you to come up with these topics and, and skits and, and ideas that you're rolling out. So we so one of the first skits that I came up with was called Bitcoiners Anonymous. And I just borrowed from like what Alcoholics Anonymous is and like, you know, all of these like help groups, essentially. And I was like, let's make fun of Bitcoiners a little bit. Like, let's make like let's let's poke a little fun. What are some horror stories that we have all gone through? And and let's just tell them here, like, let's let's make and then let's make them extremely hyperbolic. Like, you know, I had one of the guys lose all of his Bitcoin because he went partying and, you know, crashed his Lambo because he was, you know, doing drugs and, you know, with a with a stripper or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, he like I, I try to I tried to just like make it as hyperbolic and funny as possible. I get a lot of my inspiration from SNL and just like YouTube skits, like, I mean, everything under the sun has been done in YouTube. So I try to get a lot of inspiration from skits that have already been done and then see how I can apply that skit or that scenario to Bitcoin. And then recently, I also did one. There was a recently there was a song that went viral on tiktok and it's called haters anthem by infinity song they're this sibling soft rock group who are incredible and they wrote this song called haters anthem and when i listened to it i was like first of all this is like such a great song it sounds like a 90s sitcom theme song and i started thinking of like you know how would i make my sitcom with Bitcoin haters, like who are the biggest haters of Bitcoin? And I started thinking of Warren Buffett and Peter Schiff and Elizabeth. What's her Elizabeth Warren and J Janet Janet Yellen? And I was like, I'm just gonna dress up like all of these old people and sing this song and just pull up all of the hater things that they've said. So that's kind of how I think about them. I think about them based on how on trending things and how things are trending and also on past you know things that have worked like if a skit has worked on youtube i try to like just like borrow a little bit of of that inspiration and apply it to bitcoin and people resonate with it because they get all of the jokes and you know they're part of the community have you had any success stories that people have shared with you in using your material to orange pill somebody I haven't yet, to be honest, not that I know of, but I have had a lot of success out on the street. So one of the other things that I do every week is street interviews. I will literally go out in Miami with my videographer, Mars. Shout out Mars. He's awesome. And we will ask people like, hey, can I ask you something about Bitcoin? Can I ask you something, whatever? And this last week, these videos I haven't put up yet, but this last week, we were talking about the dip. We're like, hey, Bitcoin went down to 26,000 and it's expected to hit between 100 and 150,000 in 2025. 
would you buy considering that it's at a huge discount? They're like, no, I buy stocks. I buy bonds. I buy whatever. And I'm like, well, did you know that you could anywhere in the world with 12 words in your mind and like your money will just like be with you at all times? They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. And the government can't take it away from you. They're like, wait, tell me a little bit more. I'm like, yeah, those stocks that you have, those bonds, all that garbage that you're investing in, it doesn't beat Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the best performing asset in the last 10 years. And this year to date, it's up 83%. So why wouldn't you buy Bitcoin? And they're like, and that just stops them in their tracks, especially when I do say that that Bitcoin is up 83% year to date, which is a fact. <laughs> They are shocked and they can't believe it. And they're like, wow, like I actually might go buy some today. And they're like, and a lot of the people, even the people who say, oh, I used to have some, but I sold it. That stuff is garbage. It's It's been down for years. And it's like, yeah, but have you heard of the having? The having is happening in 2024. And they're like, what's the having? And then I explain the having and, and I tell them how, you know, a year roughly after the having, it, it starts to skyrocket and go parabolic. And that's when everybody starts buying Lambos and buying all of these, you know, altcoins and whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that was around when I started buying Bitcoin, like around 2021. I'm like, yeah, 2021. Remember that? OK, the same thing's going to happen in 2025. <laughs> So just buy some Bitcoin and that and people remember. And and I think that I've had some success in orange pilling people that way. Did you ever get any haters? Like, did they did you ever interview someone who was just like very, very rude and completely unreasonable and doesn't want to look at anything your way at all? Yeah, well, there were <laughs> there were these the people are never rude, thankfully, like, I mean, the most rude they get is when they don't want to talk to me, period. And then they just walk away. Believe it or not, people are more rude in the comments than they are in real life, which is not shocking. But a I do get a lot of pushback and I do get a lot of people saying, like, you know, that it's never going to work, that the government is going to stop it, this and this and that. And like... I always end up changing their minds with facts and logic. So it's like it's kind of hard to hate me when I'm like beating you with facts and logic and to, and also not being pushy. Like if anybody like is really, really stuck on their convictions, I'm like, OK, well, you know, that's fine. Like we can agree to disagree. Like I hope you have a great day and people go about their day. But people are definitely a lot more rude in the in the comments section. They they like call me cringe and whatever, which is so expected because I am super cringe and like I own own it fully. I love my cringe self. I think that you need cringe people in this world because everybody just acts way too cool for their own good. And I think it's so disingenuous. But yeah, like I, I don't really get haters out in the street. People are still pretty well behaved in real life. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> I want to talk about your songs next. So I went to your, I guess you, would you call that your channel? I followed the link so your channel. I really like your songs. Can you talk about how you get inspired? And I didn't get to listen to the lyrics very closely, but do you just sing generally about life or do you tie everything always to Bitcoin? Well, so I have one song out under Internet Sophie. It's called Planet Wavy. And this song is, it came out of the fact that I think that as a society, we're going through such a hard time. 
And I mean, it should be the easiest time in the world because of all the technology and innovation and, you know, everything that's been going on. But nonetheless, there are so many evil powers that just want to control us and and make this world a worse off place that I wrote that song when I was literally just looking on Pinterest and looking at all of this art from, you know, this this person painting like different galaxies and pyramids with like pools and all these things. And it seemed like such a fantasy land that I wanted to go to. And I was like, I want to be on on that planet. Like, how do we get on that planet? What would that planet look like? And so I started writing about a fantasy island basically called Planet Wavy. And at the end of the of the song in the bridge, I do mention BTC and and it's kind of like the bridge is kind of like a list of all these like it's a it's a wish list essentially. Like I want BTC to hit a millie. I want no drama. I want people to just like love each other and and be in peace and let live and let live. And so yeah, that's kind of what inspired me for that song. And that usually tends that's tended to be a theme. For a lot of the songs that I've written, I wrote another song under another artist's name, and it's it's kind of the same idea. You're escaping to another dimension to to get away from all of these problems because, man, like life's hard, and and you know it has not been easy since I want to say like since 2016, culturally, politically, financially, it just hasn't been easy. I mean, also with the pandemic and everything. So I'm just waiting to get back to a time where there was some peace and there was some, you know, stability. And and that's usually what has been motivating my songwriting. I really like the style of your songs. Again, I go back to wanting to orange pill young people. And the style of your songs are so appealing to kids like my children's age. Like it's it sounds like the songs that they already listen to. And I think in that way, it's such a wonderful channel to share messages. So would you be interested in writing like a purely Bitcoin song? Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I have it in the works. I have a song called BTC Baby, but I, I need to finish it. I need to get back together with my producer and just like finish it. But, you know, in all honesty, I just I don't think Bitcoin is really his thing. So I would love to link up with somebody in the Bitcoin space. It's pretty much already done. I'd love to work on it with a Bitcoiner who is in music and make this, you know, a Bitcoiners project. And yeah, the song is basically ready. So if there are any producers who are interested in working with me, hit me up. My DMs are open. I'd love to work on it. By the way, my style is electric pop, just just so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know how to describe it. I just knew that it was music that my kids will listen to. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I whenever I try to look for producers, I mean, there's so many out there that I get a whole bunch of different things. I'll get a lot of hip hop. I'll get a lot of reggaeton. I'll get a lot of of a, 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 a wide variety of things. So that's why I'm saying, like specifically, if there are any electro pop producers out there that would like to work with me, I am very open to it. This song is already ready, and actually, I have a lot of other songs that are ready. I have, I have like about fifty songs that are ready, but I just I would I need to work with a producer. Because that's not my forte. <laughs> I'm a songwriter, primarily singer. So do you perform anywhere regularly? 
I don't right now because I'm busy making the content and doing the street interviews and just kind of getting my home life situated. Like Nico and I are still trying to figure out where we want to live and all of that. So we're kind of getting our bearings together. And then eventually, like I might, I mean, more than performing live, I'm really, really interested in just like finishing up this album. And then once I have an album, I would love to promote that and sing live in different places and and, you know, just take my music wherever it wants to go. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. Do you have any last suggestions, recommendations for women who are still sitting on the fence about Bitcoin? Listen to your husbands. They're crazy and they're annoying, but they're right. <laughs> Believe me, they're right. They get it. And I mean, if they're trying to get you into like some scammer stuff, maybe, you know, lead them away and, and use your better judgment. But if they're talking to you about Bitcoin, just listen, ask questions, be stubborn, ask all of the questions that you want. But believe me, it's a good idea. Take it from another woman who was very stubborn and difficult to orange pill. Being a Bitcoiner has been one of the biggest blessings in my life. Not only do you get to meet really cool people and be part of an excellent community, but you also feel secure and empowered in your future. You know that there's nothing that a third party can do to take away your value and there's nothing more empowering than that. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I so appreciate you sharing your Bitcoin stories here. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Tali. This was amazing. Thank you, Sophie. Thanks for joining us today and learning with us today. If the discussion with our guests resonated with you and you would like to dive deeper into the world of Bitcoin, don't miss out on joining the Orange Hatter Women's Reading Club. The meetup link is in the show notes. Also, if there are women in your life whom you think would both enjoy and benefit from learning more about Bitcoin, please share Orange Hatter with them. Until next time, bye!